Warning! This podcast is different from other podcasts. These episodes contain dangerous choices, perilous tangents, and unwavering silliness. The choices made on this podcast may lead to success or disaster. But remember, you are responsible because you choose to listen. Good luck. A podcast where three grown-ups try and beat a children's game. I'm Ian. I'm Chris. And I'm Mark. And today we are reading The Seaside Mystery, Choose Your Own Adventure number 67 by Ann Hodgman. All right. Uh, warning page. Should we do this? Let's do this. Let's, See? let's do this. Seaside Mystery. Here we go. Blah, blah, blah. Game book stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Instructions. Here we go. Only you can help the mermaid to find her lost companions. Mm-hmm, but remember, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. her underwater world is filled with unknown dangers. Good luck. The sea is dark and full of terrors. Time to wet the tum. Wet the tum. Ah, the tum is moistened. You're not expecting much of a summer. Your parents are spending August in Europe, of course. <laughs> yeah, without you. Uh, every fucking book. Um... And they've parked you at a seaside hotel in a little town called Clams Bay. You'd hoped for a vacation resort filled with families, but Harborview Hotel is nothing like that. The house is 20 feet from the ocean in a little cove, but there's no beach to speak of, only a few feet of pebbly sand and some hermit crabs. Wait. (laughs) Yeah, that's the entire, it's just a bunch of hermit crabs. Like a few feet of pebbly sand and some hermit crabs. That's like the town's beach. Martha, would you like to go out with me on an evening twilight stroll amongst the hermit crabs? I like extremely short walks on the hermit crabs. My grandfather was a crabber. I'm a crabber. And by God, you'll be a crabber too. We will fight them in the air. We will fight (laughs) them on the sea. We will fight them on the hermit crabs. Uh, Two if by land, three if by crabs. (laughs) (laughs) You've been at Harborview Hotel for two weeks so far. And the worst thing is that you're the only kid there. Your companions are a bunch of old ladies. Down the hall from you is one very creepy specimen. Miss Klimp, the owner of the boarding house. All I can think is that this is in the days before Yelp or any kind of review system. And your parents are like, we're going to Europe. We don't have enough money to bring our kid. We don't want to bring our kid. Our kid's a real cock block. Uh, who can we send her with? You know, we're flying out. Of, we're flying out of uh, LaGuardia. What do we got like sort of on the East Coast, sort of oceany? Mm-hmm. Marjorie, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm planning on just demolishing that puss. I'm dropping the kid off at the first town on the way to the airport, all right? Quite quite right. She's too inquisitive. She's too inquisitive. She would, she would be, a, be a disaster. All right, little Timmy, you be real good while I go and rearrange your mommy's guts, all right? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> how, how can we plumb the depths of uh, your insides if... If the kid keeps asking when the Louvre opens. Marjorie, the kid keeps yelling for dinner like it hasn't been fed for a couple days. Uh, is that going to be a problem? Or can I just keep going? <laughs> God. All right. I have no idea how much of that we can keep. <laughs> I don't know, but I like this next page because it looks sort of like that scene in The Witches where like right before they all take off their uh, wigs and become witches. Are we one of these? Are we 
all are we second from the left that's the that's the only person who looks like not actually a corpse propped up on some uh sticks yeah we could be like a 35 year old woman with a short haircut <laughs> whose mom left us with her aunt well that explains a lot now though doesn't it yeah yeah, mom Mom and dad left you for Europe like 40 years ago. <laughs> oh, hey, Claire. Yeah, no, we can't bring you on our vacation to Europe this year. Uh, if you don't want to get a boyfriend or get married, maybe just uh, spend the summer with these other old spinsters and see what that game's like. Which one do you think is Miss Klimp? It's got to be the far right, right? Because she just looks the most crotchety and angry. She looks, what was the, what was the word? Uh, very creepy specimen. She looks mm-hmm. like a very creepy specimen. Yeah. yeah, she's actually a corpse. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Miss Klimp is a tall, spiky-looking corpse with steel-rimmed glasses and a piercing stare that's always aimed at you. You know she's supposed to be keeping an eye on you, but she's really overdoing it. She's put bo- she put both eyes on you. <laughs> uh, she, she got her crab army to watch you as well. And when you go swimming, she sits on her balcony and trains her binoculars on you. Well, so- she's taking that charge very seriously. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. just seems like she wants you to not die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she can't swim. And she doesn't know any lifeguards she could summon, but if you're going to die, she wants to at least be able to, like, give the police report. Right. Sometimes you wonder if Miss Klimp watches you through the keyhole at night. Ooh. All in all, it hasn't been much of a vacation, and it doesn't look as if it will get any better. One night, you wake up suddenly. You think you heard something. Was it that old hag looking at you through the keyhole? You see an eye blink behind the keyhole. Yeah. <laughs> Stick a needle through the keyhole, and Miss Klimp... Yells out in pain. Ha! That one was already glass, you fuck! <laughs> she reverts back to her, her goblin form. Yeah. Where she speaks only in riddles! Quietly, you pull on a bathrobe, tiptoe down the stairs, and let yourself out the front door. You're startled by how bright the night is. The moon's blue glow throws everything into sharp focus. The sleeping ship on the horizon, a forgotten towel flapping on the clothesline, and a desolate figure huddled at the edge of the beach. Who is it? Hmm. You walk closer and clear your throat nervously. <clears throat> Are you? Is there anything I can do? You ask. <laughs> That's good. That's a good voice. I'm glad that we waited till page five for that voice. It's a good voice. Then you freeze as the tear-stained face turns toward you. It's a fucking mermaid. Yeah, it says fucking in there. The mermaid seems to be about your age. What? Yeah, thanks for that help. Uh, 14, uh, 95, 37 uh, and single. Yes. Rose. Pink shells are braided into her long rippling hair and her silvery tail gleams in the moonlight. But what you mainly notice is how miserable she looks. Mm. So this mermaid's not wearing a top. Uh, is she got mermaid parts though? Maybe she just has the, like the hair is long and thick enough to like cover yeah, that's what it looks like. I think we could say nipples on the podcast, but I, I could be wrong. Say what? I didn't hear what you, Chris, you said say what? Yeah, say it closer to the microphone, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I think we can say nipples on the podcast, but <laughs> I, just I could kidding. be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, mermaid nipples. Yeah, miser- miserable mermaid nipples. <laughs> you can close your mouth now, she snaps, brushing the tears from her face. I just came out to see who it was. <laughs> well, now you've seen she says. So you could just go back inside. She moves as if to enter the water. I like this mermaid. I like that this mermaid does not give like a fuck. Yeah, about she's us. not trying to be our friend. This like, mermaid has read a choose your own adventure novel and they're just like, <laughs> look, these these main characters are fucking idiots. I'm out of here. 
If I, I have seen the cover of this book, I don't want to end up in a fucking cage. Peace. What? You cry. You don't want to lose the chance to talk to the only mermaid you're ever likely to see. You woke me up, you say at last. Don't you at least owe me an explanation? That's a good point. She's crying on the beach. That's weird for anybody. Yeah, we should be angry at her. Yeah, for being so sad. I don't think she owes us an explanation, though. I mean, this isn't our beach. It's not even a beach. It's a crab. Yeah, it's a bunch of crabs. It's a public crab. She can cry if she wants to. Like that song. Yeah. All right, she says rapidly. My name is Tana, and I'm lost. I don't know where the rest of the mermaids are. Probably over there toward the water. I got caught in an undertow, and when I finally got free, they'd all swum away somewhere. Away from me. They forgot about me. I'm so fucking pleasant, and they forgot about me. Motherfuckers act like they forgot about Tana. Yeah, who you think, who you think taught you to weave pink shells into your hair? <laughs> and if you want to hear any more, you'll have to follow me underwater and develop water hearing. Yeah, and breathing, and most of the things. Underwater? In the middle of the night? That's the problem. Fuck, that's asking a lot, Tana. Yeah, uh... Goddamn, I gotta wake up in the morning and get spied on while I play with my crab. Jesus, is that a euphemism? <laughs> I mean, if it is, then it's really weird that uh, your aunt's up there with the binoculars. Is it, or is it your aunt? I, I don't just, know. It's, it's just a random old lady. We've been in charge, like, our uncle's been in charge of us before, our grandparents have been in charge of us before, but never just, like, strangers. What's her name? Miss Clint? Clint, Clint, Clint? Chris, come back to do the podcast. <laughs> God damn. It's like herding kittens over here. Klimp. Her name is Colonel Klimp. Klimp. And it's, it, it's one of them our aunt? Yeah. Or is it just a random batch of old ladies? I think it's just a random batch of old ladies. Yeah, we were sent to like a hotel for the summer. Because <laughs> that's a thing that happens. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Like, what did we do on a previous vacation that earned this <laughs> scorn? <laughs> there's, so, there's some untold story here. Underwater... In the middle of the night, it's a clammy thought. Ugh, it's going to be one of those books. Mm. Maybe you could help Tana. Or maybe you should just go back to bed. If all mermaids are as irritable as this one, you're not sure you want to spend any more time with them. Good point, Anne Hodgman. Hey, I figured out why we skipped page four. It's because it's the one where you don't chase the mermaid and just go to bed. <laughs> so if you decide to follow Tana underwater... Adventure or not... If I sleep now, I can have a better adventure tomorrow. It's true. Is, I'm, okay, I'm sure there's some mechanic that Tana's going to help us, like, breathe and communicate underwater. Yeah. Or maybe Tana is the sexiest mermaid we've ever seen. Oh, no. Your yeah. parents warned us about these. <laughs> but how am I supposed to breathe under there? Wait a minute, Tana says. She pulls a golden necklace from her neck and hands it to you. Uh, it's a it's a heart that's been broken in half, and it says B and part of F. <laughs> and you notice that Tana's wearing one that looks like the other part of an F, and then another letter uh, F. Was BFF the necklace from Titanic? Yeah, I think that was the it was the Hope BFF necklace. Yeah, Hope of the Hope of the Titanic friendship. Uh, no, necklace. it was one of those uh, cool S's, but made of diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, we only have like four pop culture references because yeah. this is not the first time we dropped the cool S. Yeah, Titanic, the cool S. <laughs> Maybe canonically it is. I don't know what order these episodes come out. <laughs> Put this on, she says. As long as you're wearing something of mine, you'll be all right. You won't drown, just don't lose it. That always goes so well in these books. <laughs> we well, Bantam Skylarks, we lose it without even thinking about it. Before you can say anything, she turns and dives underwater. You lose the necklace. Yeah. 
<laughs> she's gone. Yeah, she, the necklace is still around her neck. You're being drugged along by the throat. <laughs> Whoops. There's a dead fish at the bottom of this picture being yeah. strangled by some seaweed. Are you guys yeah. seeing that? Yeah, trapped in the seaweed. That's weird. I don't Found feel so bad it. about throwing all those uh, six-pack holders out now. Yeah, nature, nature finds a way. <laughs> the water's not too cold once you're moving, and Tana was right about the necklace. You're breathing water as easily as air. She swims a lot faster than you, but then she's got two advantages. One, she's a mermaid, and she's not burdened with pajamas and bathrobe the way you are. Two, I read that sentence wrong. There is no two. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, t- two, she has a lot more experience swimming in the ocean because she's, she's a fucking mermaid. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where are we going, you ask? For the first time, Tana sounds worried. I don't know, she says. The other mermaids could have gone anywhere. But won't they go back, will you? I don't know that either. Mermaids don't have long <laughs> memories. Wait, like, like a goldfish. She's a goldfish. So they, She's a goldfish yeah. woman. <laughs> oh, cool. So it's like a woman that can't remember things. She has already forgotten who we are. Who who is? Yeah. Who already forgot? Have you ever seen the Adam Sandler film, 50 First Dates? I saw it two days ago, so I have another two days that I can make this reference. Oh my god, I've seen that movie so many times, I think. And then I married it. Every time I saw it, it's like I saw it new. I've never seen that film. I've never seen it either. Neither have I, honestly. Wow, because that's not the first time we brought it up. Huh. Really? I'm pretty sure. It's just such a good encapsulated, like, uh, uh, plot device. I feel like you, you see the movie poster and you've seen the film, right? Let's yeah. talk about Click instead. Uh, surprisingly sad. Surprisingly sad. Is, does Click, hang on, does Will Smith do a rap for Click? <laughs> Let me do this joke again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our fifth pop culture reference. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Yeah, Star Fox, and good night. All right. I don't know that either. Mermaids don't have long memories. If anything distracts them, they may forget all about me. That's why they'll forget about you, not because you're just the worst we just have such bad memories we were totally gonna invite you to the ball yeah whoops we forgot Mm-hmm. oh whoops did we bring you along on this uh frisbee golf outing and then leave without you in the mermaid jeep oops i guess you can play another round without us my mom's also a mermaid and she only made 26 cupcakes because she forgot you were in the class maybe you and tana should start looking for the mermaids right away on the other hand you don't really know your way around yet, to say the least, and it might be better to, de- to get used to being underwater first. Do we start looking, or do we do the tutorial? How, how determined are we to help her find these mermaid friends? Yeah, I feel like we're just we're going along with it because it's an excuse to hang out with her, right? Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, what else are we going to do underwater? Oh, I can think of some things. Name one thing. Marco, Marco Polo. But there's no one else. Wait. Yeah. Shoot Bin Laden. Hey, there it is. Yep. Uh, But also, yeah, go find the Titanic, right? Go find the Titanic. Well, they found that one. Yeah. Go find the other. Find other stuff that. Well, I didn't find it though. I don't know where it is. Like I know it's out there, but like I have not found it. It's (laughs) like geocaching. Yeah. So that's the option I don't want to choose if it's like geocaching. I guess. Okay. Uh, Well, so wait. So what are? That wasn't a real option. So wait, geocaching isn't an option. No, geocaching was not an option. Okay. Uh, What page do we go to aquacache? Oh, good point, Chris. Latin roots. Yeah. Uh, Hydrocash? Greek roots, that's right. I wasn't correcting you. I actually just don't know when to say which one. One of them is one of them, and one of them is the other one. I think hydro is Greek and aqua is Latin. That makes sense, because you have, like, aquifers. Which one is a planet named after? Uh, Neptune. 
Yes. The Romans. The uh, And ne- he- Neptune looks like Aquaman, so that's the Roman one. Yeah, but Namor also looks like Aquaman, who also looks like Neptune. Actually, like, legit, though, Romans had the aqueducts. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah aqueducts. And yeah. Greeks had the aquabats. <laughs> yeah. Greeks had the hydra, the, uh, the Lernaean, oh, the hydra. Yeah. Oh, shit, um, you're right. And yeah. it's made of water. We, we came up with a mnemonic device. You're welcome. It's probably not etymologically accurate, but it works for us. That's right, kids. Uh, if you need to study for an exam, instead, listen to our podcast. Let's just start looking for these fucking mermaids. Let's find these okay. mermaids. 65. Let's get some fucking mermaids so we can go to bed. <laughs> mermaids, then bed, then more mermaids, I guess, or then we can go home. I mean, at some point we got to steal Mrs. Klimt's dentures or whatever. What do you think they eat? Her dentures? No, the mermaids. <laughs> the, the dentures eat fixident. We know that. Probably, probably fish, right? I imagine they're hunters. Yeah. You don't think they eat like planktons and krills? Like they just walk around, like swim around with their mouth open and just kind of like <laughs> filter the shit out. Yeah, they can they can open their jaws like hyper wide, like a basking shark. Oh, gross! But yeah. sexy. That's why right? sailors are so attracted to them. It's just like uh, they they're like, oh, she's really into me. She's just like sitting there mouth agape as I tell her about how I swapped the decks four times yesterday. I thought sailors were really into mermaids because they reminded them of manatees. Yeah, and they love to have sex with manatees. Right. That's the version of this that I remember. Yeah. Uh, that I heard two days ago. That feels close to exactly correct. So, yeah. Yeah. National Geographic did a whole retrospective on why people fuck uh, manatees, and it's because of mermaids. No, people fuck mermaids because of manatees is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, that's what I meant. Are, yeah. Aren't they interchangeable? So, mermaid is Greek, though, and manatee is Latin? <laughs> well, he said briskly, where were you all headed when you got lost? <laughs> Nowhere in particular, Tana answers. You sigh. Mermaids, it appears, are fucking garbage to hang out with. They're yeah. just the worst. They, they, they give are. you nothing. You try so hard to like extend an olive branch, and they just mm-hmm. shit on it. You left your entire uh, paradigm, right? Like You yeah. left air breathing. You left earth walking, and all you want to do is talk to her about stuff. Mermaids are a bad OkCupid date. Uh. You're, you're like, oh, uh, what are you, uh, you know, had any good fish lately? Yeah, I guess. Cool. Yeah, the uh, our our profile says we're both into uh, comic books. So you like comic books, huh? No, I, I really what I like was the Watchmen movie, and um, that's about it. I watch any Zack Snyder movie. Yeah, basically, I love Zack Snyder. I love comics and I love books, like the Sunday comics and mm-hmm. like uh, zoo books. So I just read, figured. Do you ever read Mary Worth? Do you ever read Mary Worth? I love Mary Worth. Do you ever read uh, Amelia Bedelia? Those are just my jam. Oh. Uh, I've, I've actually have been working on a project to connect every single family circus cartoon where uh, Billy runs around in a neighborhood uh, into one giant unified <laughs> path. It's my grand unified theory of Billy from the family circus. Not a lot of people know that, but there's actually 612 distinct family circus universes as determined by the changing topology of his neighborhood. And they're all inside a snow globe held by an autistic kid. <laughs> after, after the Infinity War series, uh, <laughs> half of the... Half of the realities collided with the other half and really sort of bribed together. That's how come Miles Morales is in most of the family circuses now. <laughs> so they has that one black kid in the family. Oh, that's true. Family circus is kind of like a... It's a very white comic. Pretty very white. Pretty, pretty Caucasoid. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's drawn on white paper and it's somehow even paler. <laughs> At least when I was growing up in the AJC, it was opposite of the boondocks. So take that. Nowhere in particular, Tana answers. You sigh. 
Mermaids, it appears, aren't a purposeful bunch. And Tana doesn't seem to be thinking very logically. Oh, no. I just want to say for the record, this book was written by a woman, so... And I think we're supposed to be a female character, so we're not, like, I, we're fine. Yeah. Mermaids, as opposed to human women, don't think very logically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, you know, make it clear. Or maybe she's just absorbed some stereotypes, you know, and now <laughs> she's got that kind of, like, to deal with. Tana doesn't seem to be thinking very logically. You wish that your husband was here to tell you what to think. <laughs> I think Tana's been swimming through the garbage patch, and now and it's done some damage to her brain parts. Is there a witty place around here that the other mermaids might have wanted to visit? About 50 miles north of here, there are oyster beds. We like to gather pearls there, or they could have gone to Lobster Cove. There are lots of fishermen in the cove, and once in a while, we like to cut their lines. Oh, well, that's rude. Yeah. Uh, cut! We have to cut that line! Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go back and make all the fishermen re-say the thing that they said and then, like, don't give them credit in the final product. Uh, my daddy was a crabber and, and, uh, fuck, it was a good line. You, you cast them in speaking roles to get them to, uh, to do the thing, like, for free for their demo reel, but you right. don't use any of their lines. And yeah, then, like, and then, like, for, for weeks after, they're, like, emailing you, like, hey, can I get the raw footage, you know, for my demo reel? And you just ghost them because you've already got what you need, which is their visage absorbed into your film. They'll never get that SAG card. That's right. Never. 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 Um, never Never give up. Never, never give up it. just want to get another Churchill joke in in this uh, podcast, because I, I think we could really branch out our, our, uh, our uh, pop culture refs to uh, 40s politics. What if every week as homework, we all learned one pop culture effect? <laughs> just, and it has to be outside of your wheelhouse, like yeah, outside yeah, yeah, yeah. of your comfort zone. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've I've gone real deep on the expanse, so I all my pop yeah. culture references this week are going to be Belter Creole. Awesome. <laughs> I'll learn about sports for for a joke. I was supposed to go to a, a class or whatever a panel at Dragon Con where they were teaching you to speak uh, Lang Belta, but I missed it because I had poop on my shoes and i had to go scrape it off in the bathroom <laughs> what now, for, for those of us listening from outside of atlanta dragon con is a is an event that takes place in an urban setting uh-huh. there there and it takes place inside of hotels uh-huh. and it's not like new york where it would make sense if you had shit on your shoes mm-hmm. right because it's like new york no this is nice the south it's possible to go through all of dragon con without leaving inside there are tunnels between the three host hotels yeah it was made necessary when i was there because of the drink mark how'd you get shit on your shoe so i believe i showed up with the shit on my shoe and just somehow didn't realize it so i think i had it in my shoe the whole uber ride over and everything oh boy so sorry my uber driver but then it didn't become apparent until i got in this like closed space and i kind of like i was just you know my nose is positioned right over my foot and there's nothing else going on kind of I was like, man, it really smells like poop in here. And I, <laughs> I kind of felt like I smelled poop in the Uber on the way over, but I just figured Ubers. Yeah. Poopers. Poopers. Uh, cut their lines. We cut the lines to save the fish from being caught. Tana says cut their lines, but I think what she probably means is like cut the tendon that keeps their Achilles heel tendon. That one. Right. Cut the fuel line on their boat. Yeah. They cut their picket lines. Cut their blood lines. Cut their blood. brake lines. <laughs> oh, God damn it. A mermaid cut my brake lines again. I'm going to be late to work. How do you know? Uh, yeah, it's just that disgusting fish slime trail God. from underneath my car that leads right to the ocean. Ugh. Why do we live on the beach? I like that in Chris's reality, a cut brake line is just like a minor inconvenience. 
Yeah. It makes you late for work. It doesn't cause a 12-car pileup. I think it would make you super early for work because you would not be able to slow down well, you just, at any of I the mean, You wouldn't go turns. to work, right? Like, yeah. So in my, in my canon... Uh huh. Like mermaids are always up to some shit. So like, uh-huh. anytime someone who lives in a seaside town sees a human-sized slime trail leading from a thing to the ocean, mm-hmm. you just assume it's broken. Yeah, yeah. it's like ah yeah. oh, fuck. In your canon, are mermaids such a null nuisance that people with seaside houses have like a gunnery bay, just a yeah. turret on top of their house where they can like watch for mermaids? No, they, at they night? just put out traps. They just put out trap. They put out traps. And I, gravel. I, I see okay. mermaids as about as like annoying as black bears. Where it's like, okay, yeah, I wouldn't tangle with one, sure. But, like, it's not the end of the world if I see one. Yeah, you gotta keep all your stuff in mermaid-proof containers. Okay. So, Black Bear, cut your brake line. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we knocked out two sentences that time. Black Bear <laughs> swimming on the... Ha- on the oh, hang on. Her- black Bear swimming on the hermit crabs. Good reference. It, if, wow, there's a choice here. I don't even know what the context is. Uh, uh, well, so the mermaids have gone to the... They might go to the oyster beds. Oh, they might go to Lobster Cove. Okay. I'm more interested in seeing them fuck with fishermen. How about you guys? Yeah, for sure. You swim for several hours until the bright sun overhead tells you it must be mid-morning. Miss Ch- Chimp must, must be mortified. Oh, because you're not there? Yeah, she's been looking for you in her binocs all night. She just saw you go into the water and never come back up. It's basically what happens, right? Oh shit! I've lost another one. <laughs> Oops! I'll never, I'll never get paid now. Luckily, your parents are already making a replacement. The end. Oh, gross. <laughs> oh, Marjorie, I think I dropped triplets that time. <laughs> I'm so glad our daughter's not here. <laughs> is, that sh- is that something people say? I think I dropped triplets that time. <laughs> I mean, because it's Jesus. That, it's pretty good. <laughs> it is pretty. It's like, I hate it, but it's pretty good. It's disgusting. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it also implies, I think, an erroneous connection between oh, very much volume. So. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's the, the person saying it is such a moron, but proud right. of their jizz. Like, that's... <laughs> I think I dropped a rhinoceros baby this time. That's yeah. what we'll probably have now. Yeah. Uh, that one's going to be a football player. <laughs> <laughs> we should what? film you for the next couple of years, Marjorie. Uh, you got a Jurassic Park coming up. Just straight up a brontosaurus coming out that pause. There's going to be dinosaurs pouring out of you for months. Uh, darling, I believe that in Jurassic Park, it was actually asexual reproduction that was the source of the dinosaurs. Fuck. I'm going to fuck you like a uh, hermaphroditic frog. Ah, <laughs> uh, hello, John. Dino DNA. <laughs> listen, listen. Okay, we're going to finish this book, but the next time we, we record... Are we? Yeah, well, maybe. Uh, the next time we record, we should do Start From Scratch. Mm-hmm. What... Uh, do a three-person Jurassic Park without without watching Jurassic Park. <laughs> I haven't oh, seen cool. Jurassic Park in like twenty years. I'll bet between the three of us, though, we can hit like most of the scenes. Uh, tune in next week for our new podcast, Acapella Movies, where we just try to get through as much of a movie as we can. We couldn't get through a book, so we tried to get through a movie. What movie would that be a challenge for, though, to try and retell? <clears throat> uh, I haven't like- seen the favorite. I, <laughs> I think that's also, cheating. I've not seen the favorite. What is the favorite? It's apparently like it's a very good uh, f- uh, movie from last year about. As Olivia Coleman? Yeah, as the queen and of England? Rachel Weiss or Scott? Yeah. Oh, is this where they have like kind of a fling thing going on? Yeah, but and then there's like there's kerfuffles. All right, you guys, yeah. want, you guys want to tell it right now? 
All right, the favorite, scene one. We open on England, probably. It's uh, Queen Elizabeth, I think nice. is what we said. Yes. Okay. There's a, there's a very wide, long shot of a man on the back of what looks like a kangaroo <laughs> galloping through an Arctic tundra. It's winter, obviously. Winter is coming, says the queen. I'm, I'm doing Empire Strikes Back. I don't know what the favorite is, but I'm sure it has something to do with the Empire Strikes Back. The end. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, that was The Favorite by uh, We Three Montgomery. Boys. Yeah, we by R.A. Montgomery. Three Dog Night. What are we doing? What are we doing here? What's our what, what page? What? I think we're on 92. 92, yeah. yeah. 92. Okay. You swim for several hours until the bright sun overhead tells you it must be mid-morning. Lobster Cove is much prettier than the cove where you've been staying all summer. Crab Cove, presumably. <laughs> yeah, Crab Cove. <laughs> crab singular. Um, white cliffs rim the beach. Blah, blah, blah. Seagulls. Oh boy. Oh boy. Wait, hold on. Can we play back Mark's audio real quick? What? Mark, you, fil- you, f- you filthy, filthy boy. <laughs> Can't resist those white cliffs. I don't even know what that... No, the white cliffs are doing it to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Madra, I just heard the most amazing joke. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, like, what is it... Okay, never mind. <sighs> uh, that'll be the joke this podcast never recovers from yeah yeah in the deposition they'll be like just playing it in front of ted, uh, representative uh, ted lou will be holding up his phone and just playing it at our faces it's my ringtone yeah. uh what is a beach's asshole that's all i'm trying to figure out like how could that even happen uh, I, I don't recall that's my, uh, that's going to be my line. Go. That's my, go, my go-to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nervously sip your water for the eighth time this minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not to the, not to the, not to the best of my knowledge. Um, Do you guys remember my... when Mark Zuckerberg was going to run for president? What? I don't. Oh, no. He, yeah, he, he did that, like, tour across America where he just wanted to, like, visit normal people in their houses and get pictures of him talking to everyday Americans. But he was such a fucking dweeb that, like, everyone that he met was just like, well, this was the worst experience of my life, and I hated meeting you. Thanks for the money, though. Huh. Really, really definitely cement himself as, like, a non-president. Yeah, pretty much. He's had a, he's had a coach, an interaction coach. James Carville. <laughs> what are you, what are you doing, Ian? Uh, now, you, now oh, I don't know about this Facebook. I was born in Louisiana, and I'm a politics man. But I love a face, and I can read a book. Here's what you do: you break into their house and you punch that man right in the face. That, we call that Louisiana Louisiana justice, Cajun style. Cajun. Is there a cartoon character who's a lawyer and also an anthropomorphic rooster? Yes, James Carville. Uh, boom! Wait, uh, yeah, he's like a chicken? Like a rooster lawyer. Is that a cartoon character? Oh, it's Futurama. It's Futurama. It's Futurama. Yep, oh. there it is. Yeah, he's a southern, he's like a southern chicken, and he always puts his head under his wing when he's done with his argument. <laughs> yeah. So dabbing? He's dabbing? He's oh, dabbing. God. Yeah, but like in 2002. So cool. Well, it, it was just said in the future. Marjorie, look, I'm dabbing. I'm dabbing halfway through. Who is this character who is always talking to Marjorie? It's uh, uh, our, your dad. Our dad. Fuck dad? Oh, fuck dad. I'm picturing our dad as like uh, the, da- the, the, the Great Gatsby remake. 
what's the with DiCaprio? Yeah, and who's the guy who's not Joel Nick? Edgerton? Kiefer Sutherland? Not not the one that Gatsby hates. Uh, Tom the, Buchanan. Tom Buchanan, yeah. Tom Holland. It's Joel Edgerton. Because you make him sound like Thurston Howell the Third from Gilligan's Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, what? I, so all right, I guess I'm the only person here who doesn't doesn't pick up obscure Gilligan's Islands jokes. <laughs> He's a main cast member. Is he? He's not the skipper or Gilligan or wait for it. Tanil? <laughs> that was good i'm glad you got a kick out of that that was an honest effort on my part oh okay yeah mark you don't even okay well all right so okay. so captain and Tennille were not uh character members on uh gilligan's island i think so yeah. pop culture reference they were on Battle battlestar galactica though and uh nope 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 you can't pull that one over on me that's the one mysteries that's, that's the one that i know uh starbuck no, you're thinking starboard. Adamo means left, right? Are we still reading a book? Is that oh even what this God. podcast yeah, is anymore? We, got, we have to finish. You're right. Focus up, guys. This is going to be the first podcast where we had to stop at the first ending because we didn't have time to do a second one. It's not the book's fault either. I don't think it's that bad of a book. This is, yeah, This our hangout energy is off the fucking charts right now. Yeah, yep. but our reading focus is limited. Also off the charts, but like on an, in, the, in a negative way. Yeah. <laughs> it's off the bottom of the charts. It's the bottom of the charts. Hey, Marjorie, yeah. we need bigger charts. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't have to shout at her because you'd be inside of her. This whole, this character is always Dad, fucking Dad, Marjorie. stop yelling at mom. You're in the same room. You're both in the same room, and I know you're we're, fucking. We're role playing, uh, and the role is she's downstairs. <laughs> we're role playing, and the role is we're attracted to each other. <laughs> I will have a male heir. <laughs> uh, it's Downton Abbey. Is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, should we finish this book? I guess let's read this page, yeah. <clears throat> I'm just going to start the page over because I don't, I don't, I think we got That's less a move, than a yeah. sentence in. Yeah, we might not have <clears throat> started it technically. You swim for several hours until the bright sun overhead tells you it must be mid-morning. Lobster Cove is much prettier than the cove where you've been staying all summer. Oh, no, we read this page for sure. Remember? <laughs> 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 we forget. <laughs> God. Uh. Uh, all right. This time for real. Yeah. White Cliffs Rim, blah, 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 the beach. <laughs> Seagulls wheel ceaselessly overhead and color. For sure, you weren't gonna do it. <laughs> oh my god! It's <laughs> my signature uh, sound effect now. It's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's so perfunctory. God. It's, it's like the onomatopoeia of exactly what that is. It's like uh, the sound that Rick Moranis makes when he's eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> right, because he's trying to be real funny about it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's like, uh, he's giving you a Blackberry down there. Raspberry. He's, like trying, he's trying to do a good job, too, though, right? Like, it's not a low-energy Blackberry. Yeah, and he heard that you're supposed Raspberry? to, like... You're supposed to Stop you're it. supposed to do like a humming thing, you know, to kind of get some of that uh -huh. in there too. Or like spell letters with your tongue? <laughs> I don't understand fucking any of that stuff, man. 
Uh, as my old roommate used to say, it's so difficult to date these days since everyone's eating ass. <laughs> I think, so one way to interpret that is like, you're trying to meet people and they're all into ass eating and you're not, and so that makes it hard. You gotta bring it up on the first date. Another way to interpret it is just like, it's hard to date these days because everyone's so busy eating ass, they don't have time for a love life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. do you do you want any of this? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I, I, <laughs> I know why you... Brought an ass to a date, but uh, I'm 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 all right. I Ugh. just was hoping we could maybe talk about Cowboy Bebop. Is that so wrong? <sighs> I'm gonna start from a part of the sentence after that word, so that we can finish this podcast. All right, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird to edit. Yep, that is uh, that's a hole we've already dug. <laughs> and then and then like sort of did mouth stuff too. <laughs> Tana gives a discouraged sigh. Well, tone up, you say. Why don't we cut through fish lines while we're here? Yes, Tana says and darts off through the water. When you catch up to her, she's furiously sawing through a fish line with the edge of a clamshell. Well, that's fucking stupid, Tana. What are you doing? Uh, they, don't have, they don't have knives in the uh, ocean, though. All the, fish line, all the fishermen you ever murdered, none of them were carrying a knife that you could grab? Oh, yeah. Like, you can just grab the line and pull, and they'll tumble into the ocean, and then you have their stuff. Yeah. The fish hook and sinker drift slowly to the ocean bottom, and the line is left floating aimlessly in the water. Like this narrative. (laughs) The two of you set to work cutting through all the lines you see. You feel virtuous, helping to save so many lives, and the work is cheering up Tana. Ugh, this is so fucking Captain Planet, it hurts my teeth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You reach down to pick up a larger shell, and suddenly gasp in pain. A fish hook is caught in your hair. Frantically, you try to free yourself, but the fish line is tightening. You're being reeled in. And suddenly, you're above the surface, blinking into the startled face of a fisherman who grabs you by the hair. Are are you all right? He asks. Nice. I didn't even really do that on purpose. You nod as best you can. What happened? What were you doing down there? Green. (laughs) No, no, blue. Ah! (laughs) If you tell him the truth, turn to page 40. Uh, If you make up a convincing story, 96. Uh, I know. I feel like we should start beelining towards an ending. Yeah. Don't cheat. Don't cheat. Let's just pick the good one. 96. Yeah, it got to be 96. Because what what is that story? This book only has 63 pages. So, like, we have to be nearing an ending. Oh, Oh, there it is. We made it. Oh, did we do it? Oh, now I'm a little disappointed. Okay. I think I was on someone's yacht and I fell overboard. You saved my life! But my line's 30 feet long. You wouldn't fall that far, the fisherman says blankly. And I haven't seen any yachts around here. You do the only thing you, only thing you can think of. You pretend to pass out. Wow, we are masters of subterfuge. You could just jump in the fucking water and go back to your mermaid friend. Yeah. And this guy would, like... Deal with just it. Just be like, hey, can you get that fucking fish hook out of my hair and stop asking so many questions? Bye. Yeah. You just pulled a child onto your boat. You want to have to explain that or can we just peace out? <laughs> yeah, because one of us is going to be in trouble and it's not going to be me. When you come to, you tell them where your parents are and they arrange to fly you across the Atlantic? Well, well, that's a victory. That's a win condition. Go leave Clams Bay. Yeah, you know, we did it. The good part of this is, though, Apparently, we can breathe underwater so long as we have Tara's artifact, Tana. And we stole it from and them, we yeah. Still, yeah, we still have that shit. 
So we just have water breathing for the rest of our life on lock. Yeah, we did our bit of good in the world. We earned a water breathing necklace. Mm -hmm. And then we get a free trip to probably Paris. Mm -hmm. And we get to walk in our parents. Oh, God. Just put us in a hotel across town, please. As the months go by, even you begin to believe the story you told the fisherman. You repeat it to anyone who will listen. Did I ever tell you about the time I fell off a millionaire's yacht? You ask. I was underwater for hours. It was a miracle I survived. And wait for it. Here is the most on-point description of a Choose Your Own Adventure book. At last, people get so bored with a story that they avoid you whenever they can. Boom, bam. Got it in one. (laughs) The end. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, boy. So are we done? Is that an episode? I think so. I think what's going to happen is once we clean this up, it will be a very sort of direct narrative, right? Mm-hmm. Where we mm-hmm. make uh, a choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, in, and interwoven is uh, mostly jokes about eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much. So, yeah, we came up with basically, uh, you know, One goof. like a, a format that we can use whenever we need to. What's really great is uh, literally early this week, we were messaging about like what episodes to release. And I was like, you know. I'm starting to feel self-conscious about all the dick jokes. Let's release one that's not so dick joke focused. Yeah. Boy, did we find the next big thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the gross body joke for 2019. Well, so nobody does it unless they like it, and nobody wants it done to them unless they like it. So I think it's like everybody involved is sort of on, on the same page. Yeah, but like that doesn't mean that everyone wants to hear it foleyed. <laughs> right. oh, over and over point. again. Was, yeah, you know what? I was too busy seeing whether I could that I didn't stop to think uh, if I should. <laughs> uh-huh. And that's the final scene in Jurassic Park, everyone. Yeah. Ba, ba, ba. Close us out, why don't you? That about does it for this week's episode. Uh, we hope you guys have enjoyed all of our ocean hijinks uh, and our non-ocean hijinks. Uh, until next time, I'm Ian. I'm Chris. I'm Mark. And remember... Always choose responsibly. Blah, blah, blah. Do you have, do you know how tempted I was to do that noise <laughs> instead of saying my name? could probably just do it to another yoshi the sprites line up right just sort of make a daisy chain of yoshi's oh, ass god like a a yoshi centipede <laughs> <laughs>